Hello, Hanyaks. Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast, where, if you're listening to this right now, and it's Wednesday, I am en route to Oklahoma to then get en route via motorcycle to Springfield, Missouri for the weekend for the BMW National Motorcycle Rally. So, hooray! I know, it's a lot, right? I gotta drive up to Oklahoma so I can get on a motorcycle to ride then said motorcycle to Springfield, Missouri for a few days, then ride motorcycle back to Oklahoma, then get in car, grab dogs, drive back to Houston. So it's going to be quite the adventure. And I know we just got to Houston and we're already leaving. It's kind of great. No. <laughs> so today's episode will be, well, it's obviously pre-recorded, but just a couple quick things, kind of quick light things, and we're going to touch on, and I'll get in, get out, be done, and it'll be a quick, quiet 45 minutes. Hopefully not 45 minutes, in all honesty, but you know how this goes. So, um, in sports news, a lot going on if you're paying attention to the NBA Finals. My hopes have more or less been dashed for the Celtics to win against the Warriors, because... Well, the Celtics, A, as a friend pointed out, can't win two game playoff games in a row. But B, they lost game five, which was somewhat crucial. They both split at home the first two games. And then they couldn't pull out game five, which means they have to go back when game six back at home in Boston, which should be more or less simple in theory, and then go for game seven and win again. Which, if they would have won game five, then they could have, you know, who knows? They could have gone back. They could have closed it out one game six. But if they lost, then they could resurge and be competitive for seven. But I also saw this stat that when tied 2-2, winner of game five wins 71% of the time. So all hope is not lost, but hopes are somewhat dashed because it just seems like that championship DNA is coming out in the Warriors. And Boston, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really have to be kind of a miraculous finish for them to pull it out. And that's fine, and it can happen, but I'm not going to hold my breath. And so, the stinking Golden State Warriors dynasty continues. And it, I mean, it just goes to show that it was more than just some luck and star power. They actually have a good system and good culture over there, and they've built a winning culture. And so, hats off to them for that. But as uh, anyone who's kind of a non-Warriors fan, just as anyone who was a non-Patriots fan in the 2000s and 2010s would say, is... Uh, Tired of them, tired of seeing them win it. Let's get somebody else in here, right? And that's why I was pulling for Boston. So, yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts or predictions on that, please, please let me know. Because I'm curious. I mean, I'm still hopeful that they'll, they'll win game six and come back and it'll be a tight game seven and they'll win. But it just seems like when push comes to shove, they just can't. They kind of. The engine starts to miss just a little bit, just a little bit. And so then they, which translate to ultimately them literally missing and um, uh, not, not, keeping, um, not keeping the Warriors from making their shots. So not making them miss. Golly, there's an easier way to say that. So look, I'm on the road right now. So what do you expect from me? Okay. <laughs> This is past me talking about future me um, while you listening to current me, a.k.a. past me, saying that future me is on the road right now, but um, future me is stepping in as past me to use as an excuse for being a little bit brain foggish. But yeah, have you been tracking the finals? Have you been watching the finals at all? I have, of course, been enjoying it, but 
Um, also been trying to maybe get into hockey a little bit. I've, I've watched parts of a couple games, and I think the Stanley Cup, I mean, it usually parallels the NHL, parallels the NBA season. And so the Stanley Cup, I believe, is just starting. And I'm trying to watch a little more. Like hockey, I, I like hockey in person a lot. I don't really follow hockey personally, so I forget some of the random rules. But all in all, if, if, you, if someone were to describe hockey to me, say, hey, what do you think of a sport that is X, Y, and Z? Would you watch that sport? I would say probably. But yet here I am, not watching it. Maybe it's because it's primarily a Canadian thing, and I'm just a red-blooded American, you know, who believes in freedom. So, not that hockey doesn't promote freedom, but, you know, it's just, as an American, you're just like, ah, it's hockey, right? But then I know lots of Americans that are really into hockey, and hockey, they, the refs straight up let them fight sometimes, and it's kind of crazy. So, and I'm trying to get into hockey. Any tips for me getting into hockey? Any tips? Cool. Appreciate it. Send those in. All right. I got some feedback from last uh, last episode. I talked about, you know, there's people, there, there's cost and value and how sometimes people, they, they look at things and they, they hold no value, so they waste no cost on them. But then there's other people who believe that if they, well, that cost and value are directly proportional and that it's a one-on-one and that, um, and then there's also, then there's kind of me and more, there's so many different positions someone could hold on this, but then I, I hold that both those things are true in certain, and, and I take it on a case by case basis. And also what, what do you prioritize? Right? Because I know we all look at each other. There's definitely people look at me like, why would you spend money on that? And I look at people like, why do you spend so much money on that? Because of them, it has a, there's a perceived high value and it may bring them a great value personally. And so some of it is personal preference, but then, you know, I hold that, Yes, value and cost are generally associated, but sometimes can get dissociated and the cost can go up while the value remains the same. And so to me, there's kind of a threshold where it's like, okay, after this cost, at least for me, I don't see that much more substantial, double, triple value beyond this price. Well, I know use sunglasses, right? So I had a friend um, said his dad, and this was a good point, something I don't think I touched on because I fit this bill too. Said his dad, destroy sunglasses no matter what. Um, and same with watches. And he says that he's he's bought cheap sunglasses, he's bought expensive sunglasses, and usually, so far, the statistics point to about three months being the 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 life the average lifespan of a pair of sunglasses. And no matter what. And so, and I say, you know what? That is also another group. True, right? Like you have to know if there are certain things. There, there are certain things that maybe for you don't fit that mold, right? Like, you're like, I've tried, where you, where you be like my friend's dad and who's like, he's tried everything. He's tried, he's tried, he's got cheap ones. He's like, man, I keep breaking my sunglasses. Well, maybe if I got some real nice ones, when he gets some real nice ones and he's just subconsciously whether, and, and now he said his dad is just really, really hard on stuff, even when he doesn't try. And that's what I identify with. But you know, I think there's certain things for certain people where it's like, look, I just, I can't, this does not work for me. And so in that case, I'd say, well, it sounds like he's a $10 sunglasses man. And that's where he should just live. That sunglasses are short lived in his hands. And that's just the way, way it is. But if you find a $10 pair of sunglasses you like, then you just buy that every three months and you go about your day. <laughs> and that's just, that's just your burden to bear. 
Well, I believe we all have things like that. And for me, but, but for me, what I identify with is that he's just hard on stuff. That is so true for me. And so that's where I'm like, look, I need, <laughs> and this spawned a great idea. I said, I need sturdy gal stuff. Okay. And don't steal that company idea. <laughs> But the but if, they just came to me. The term "sturdy gal" is like, look, you need you need that sturdy gal stuff. Those sturdy gal shades, um, those sturdy gal shoes, because you know every every man needs a good sturdy gal in, in his life. Something that'll last. will stick with him through thin, thick and thin. Can deal with his roughness around the edges, and that's why you should get sturdy gal. So. That's my sales pitch for anyone who wants to help me start that company of sturdy gal. And we can start wherever. We can start with clothes. We can start with sunglasses where it's a, it's a good fair price point, but you're getting durability. And you're getting quality, but you're getting durability. Sunglasses that can last, okay? They can take the heat, but like sturdy gal. And I can already see the, the sexist um, hate coming my way, being like, wow, how misogynistic, how chauvinistic, how sexist of you. but. I think it's great, and you should too. But he, um, I, I am, I'm just hard on things, and I, and you know, are you hard on stuff? You know, you're hard on stuff when like you're like, okay, I'm gonna like treat this well, and you still end up smashing it, ripping it, breaking it apart, destroying it. That's why so many times now. It's nice that I'm married because I have this option where something isn't opening or some mechanism isn't moving right. And so the Viking in me just goes, all right, we're going to grab it. We're just going to hoist it a little harder. We're just going to pull it a little. We're just going to th thrust it a little harder, right? And then I break it, whatever it is. I break the door handle off. I break whatever, whatever it is. I'm trying to open, close, slide, move, sachet gets broken because I just try to literally muscle it open and i've had that happen so many times and i've started to learn that like okay look sometimes i need to take a second i need to see if there's a latch i missed see if there's a little there's a lever there's a button there's a release something or maybe just the thing i'm pulling on isn't the thing that moves and sometimes that works sometimes though i'm like here i, I give it to someone who knows and they're like oh you just gotta i'm like all right cool I don't want to be the one to Hercules that straight into the trash can and being <laughs> worthless and busted because I've done that several things. Well, I have a little bikes, cheap bike stand did that to it, right? There was a little button I was supposed to release and I just kind of forced it shut because it was spring loaded. And now I was like, oh, and now the little knob that you're supposed to pull that would release it. So it would fold down when you're trying to pack it and travel. Now it just does that every time. <laughs> there's no stopping it unless there's a tire and the tire comes out. It closes. It, it's like, nope, I'm closed. <laughs> so that's me though. That's my entire life. And so there are certain things I believe that I have learned to like, okay, I can do this or that and be more diligent with, but overall I am just hard on stuff. So it's like, that's a reality. And so I just like, I have to get more durable and sturdy stuff. So I've had to play this game of like, all right, I'm gonna spend more money on this thing and hopefully it'll last me longer. And then it doesn't maybe like my friend's dad here. And you're like, okay, that thing, maybe, maybe, maybe this is unavoidable, inevitable. This is just who I am and how I am. Right. I ride Viking hard on whatever this thing is. Okay. And I just wear and tear. I'd say it's very, very much fits the Viking mold here for me to just Surprise, I'm hard on stuff. And so I've learned that A, 
being better about maintenance on certain things like cars and whatnot. Um, that obviously makes them last longer. But then there are other things where it's like, look, I'm just gonna be hard on it. So let me get sturdy stuff. And I've managed to get a lot of good sturdy stuff in my life. A lot of good sturdy gals, sturdy gal things. And I see the difference. I notice the difference. It's nice, right? I always talk about you want to get high quality. You never want to skimp on trash bags and toilet paper because, uh, most of us wipe every day and there's no need of getting crap all over our hands. And then the last thing that you want to happen with your trash, when you're taking it out, just in case you overstuff it, you don't want that to blow out the bottom. And then you have your wet, dirty trash everywhere. That's even worse to clean up than spending an extra buck on getting the force, the glad force flag, floor force flags. I can't talk today. So to me, that's a, that's a big difference. That's worth it. So get sturdy stuff. And honestly, for me, it's funny. Most people, my, most people, in my family are really hard on stuff. I said, my parents are great at making things last. doesn't mean they're not hard on stuff, but they also have a good balance of knowing how to take care of stuff, but they also buy sturdy stuff. Right? So I got these sturdy gal knives, AKA Cutco, And, um, clearly they're sturdy because, uh, they, my fight, my finger <laughs> lost a fight against the cheese knife, which by the way, I, uh, I want to hear your feedback on my Joker pitch and um, how I turned that into a sales pitch. What you thought. Also, if you just want that knife or the whole set, this joke is going to keep going. Because on one hand, I'm like, it's just funny to keep it going. But on the other hand, I'm like, uh, might make a sale. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but I can hook you up. I can give you a great deal. <laughs> All I need is a wacky arm inflatable guy like to to uh, somehow and, and to make my own little Instagram real commercial. But, um, if you're out there and you know how to get an idea off the ground, so, uh, Nick, if you listen to this episode, sturdy gal stuff, who's with me, let's start it. Right. Um, <laughs> cause we all need, let me see. I think, um, Connor, who I was taught, who I was talking with is about, he had a great, I want to make sure. Okay. This is the slogan that he had credit to Connor here. You need a sturdy gal in life. Why not also get sunglasses from the new sturdy line? <laughs> Yeah. And I think that could extend start in one thing, but then branch off into all sorts of different things. So what should we start with? I'm trying to think what's the biggest need for something labeled for something, you know, that you need as a sturdy gal. And I'm not positive what it is right now, but I can just see it taking off. Right. And the commercials would be hilarious. The, the marketing would be, it'd be like Black Rifle, Rifle Coffee, right? They have all these videos on YouTube where they're blowing stuff up. I don't know. Now, don't let your mind go into the gutter. I don't know what ours would be, but ours could be either just a funny, like, almost sexist play on it where it's like, every good old boy needs to start a gal. <laughs> it's like, and it's like a coffee mug or something. <laughs> but it's some, or I don't know. It's a trucker or something. I don't know what it is. But there's something there, and I want to do something about it. And there may already be a sturdy gal line of something, but I have not looked that up and I'm here for it though. It's one of those ideas where I'm like, wow, I want to do something with this, but I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, what to do from here, where to take it. Because I looked it up. You don't get it copyrighted or trademark. You first have to then build the thing and be like, well, this is something we make money off this. And so then we trademark the name. So we've got to, we've got to register that company, get it started. And, uh, I don't know, produce something. And I say, we, you and all my um, perspective partners in this venture. So who's with me? Let's build sturdy gal stuff. Obviously I will tell you this, when it comes to branding, I'm attracted to anything and all that like Nordic wear, Viking brand appliances, Viking brand. There's, there, there's several different things out there that are Viking. And I'm like, yes, 
Yes. And I like that, like, the, the Viking appliances, those are high-end, high-quality. I'm like, yes, it's good. They're sturdy gal, right? So I would love to be able to make a play, have a play on something that's, like, Viking sturdy, but there's already a lot of Viking brands out there. So I'd have to make sure, and you know, I have to be careful, but it would be the real, would be the rambling Viking stuff. And I don't really like that because I don't know the rambling throws off the toughness of the Vikings. So, um, let me know your thoughts though on that as well. So if you're not aware, apparently I saw this on the news today. So yesterday I was, when I was driving back from the gym, I'm driving North towards downtown Houston. I'm, I'm South of downtown, but I drive South from where I'm at drive, drive to Pearland. And so my gym is, and then I'm driving back north and typically I can see it's kind of Houston's so big. And I found this out from my mother-in-law who's here with us. She pointed out one of our first days here when we were driving around, she goes, okay, so you see those buildings over there? She goes, all those little skyscrapers, little little skyscrapers, that's just the medical center. Like those are just medical. And then if you look over to the right, that's downtown. <laughs> that's the, the, you know, what you think of when you think of Skyline, I was like, Holy shnikes. It's crazy. There's like two little, I mean, it makes up one skyline, but there's like two cl clusters and there's probably even more than that that I don't even realize. But anyways, and normally it's in the morning, you know, seven, eight o'clock, eight o'clock and I can see the skyline, right? Well, yesterday it was smoggy and I was like, ah, the big city smog, right? And I could barely, barely see it. Like if it had been any less clear, any more smoggy. And of course, I hear reports that the air quality is low. And I'm like, yeah, it's just classic smog, right? Well, hold up. I look into this. It is... It is Sahara sand clouds, dust, clouds. Like it, So it's from the Saharan desert in Africa, across the Atlantic, apparently have migrated and just landed in the Houston area. And I think it even hit Florida... And that, so it's Sahara sand in the, in the air that is clouding, is making the skies cloudy and smoggy looking in Houston and plummeting the air quality. So then, and I was like, first of all, those sort of things just amaze me that can happen. Like I've heard of yellow duck season in South Korea when the Chinese smog like hops over the ocean and then, well, it's not very much of a hop, but it like gets out in over the ocean and then it comes over Korea and there's like a month or two every year where like you have to wear like these these masks um that now half the people wear because of whatever and uh i i just don't want to get the little pop up on spotify that's like learn more information about you know what you know you know what i'm talking about but you have to because it's so polluted the air is and that's crazy to me right so i've heard that but then it's like you look on a map look where houston is and look where the saharan the sahara is northern africa that's a long ways. And so it's just, it's cool to me when you see like things like that in climate that interacts around the world. And then the child in me comes out and thinks about, is this just the equivalent of like intercontinental horseplay? Like Africa's over there and like North America's maybe taunting it. Like, ah, look at you, blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Just, and they're, and they're doing some horseplay and I got to be careful because people are going to be like, <laughs> I, gotta, I realized I was wading into some dangerous category, um, territory there. So, and then Africa goes you, in its sandbox, at least in the North or grabs some sand from sandbox and says, you know what, how you like this and launches some sand. And is that what, is that what we're witnessing? Is that what I'm being privy to? Is that. 
North America and Africa got some beef that they're going on or some friendly play fighting and then it got too real and then Africa got all upset and butthurt and threw some freaking sand um, in the face of America, a.k.a. Houston? I mean, is it specifically Texas? Texas can piss a lot of people off sometimes, so I wouldn't be surprised, right? I don't know how it breaks up if, if the states can interact specifically and it's like Texas is making fun of Sahara and Sahara's like, ah, yeah, forget you and throw some sand. But that's where my mind went. It was, I just, I, I thought, of, I just thought it would be, it's a funny way to look at it that it's the continents, like the continents are each have their own personas or the countries, if you will, or regions even. And they interact, like we're sitting here interacting, you're listening to me, you're doing whatever. And uh, I'm driving to Oklahoma. And then, but then they are like the, on their own level, you go up a level and they interact and do their own thing. They talk trash and whatnot. And that's like what causes like hurricanes is someone, you know, they get in a fight. And so they're, they're yelling at each other. And that's the equivalent of like winds and, and airflows mixturing. And it creates a hurricane and someone gets hit. And that's like a water gun. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty gnarly water gun. And of course you might be like, this is insensitive. People die. And I'm like, it's a, it's a totally ridiculous hypothetical. Uh, to those people, I don't care what you think, but I think it's funny, right? And so that's that's what I imagine. Is I imagine, I don't know. They were just they were poking fun at each other, heckling each other, and then Sahara, either the Sahara or Africa, I don't know. However you want to look at it, got mad and threw some sand, um, and hit Houston straight in the face. So, but uh, to 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 the continents, regions, whatever it is, whoever is beefing. Keep us out of your beef, please. Like, this affects me a little bit. I want to breathe good air. And so, Houston, if that was you, Texas, the U.S., North America, I'm going to say North America, like, maybe chill out. Maybe get get all your people together and, like, be like, hey, man, like, chill out. It's cool. Um, but we'll see. Maybe we'll throw some, maybe we'll sort of throw some hurricanes or throw the sand back. I don't know how this works. I've never been privy to intercontinental fights like this and of course i picture them as 10 year old childs because that's like the most pure form of this is like because kids are just playing and stuff but kids can get butt hurt and so i'm not taking it to like a serious level of like this is a war right like two rambos fighting or something like that nah that's that's too dark they, and that's been a a trend in cinema and tv is just all these dark takes on classic tales and stuff like that where it's like the dark gritty side like that's the obvious direction when they do reboots or remakes and things like that i'm not here for that this is more whimsical right i'm picturing a kid throwing getting upset or things just get out of hand throw sand or kid is just being rambunctious unprovoked because that happens too and it's like hey <laughs> hey houston ha! and throw sand and like ah sahara threw sand in my face <laughs> and then goes crying to the teacher Who's the teacher? God? At this point? The oceans? Are they the arbiters? Because they're just bigger? I don't... How does this work? How could we build this out? That's the question of the day. How could we build these things? Um, build it and they will come, which I don't know. If actually, I think you need to get people there as you're building it. But sometimes... I think it, that's a tricky one. I say yes, but at the same time, it's not always. I mean, you got to build it well, build it right, and you got to... I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but um, surprise, surprise. That's all I got for today. I'm hard on stuff. Surprise there because I'm a Viking, right? And um, 
I find myself, my hopes being dashed, which I, I want to remain hopeful and optimistic that the Celtics are going to pull it out. But man, it's just, the re- I'm, there's a reality side of me, my brain that's like, I don't know about that. And so it's just, it's tough. Um, are you, are you just hard on everything? What thing have you found? Like my friend's dad found those sunglasses and watches and really virtually everything. Same thing for me. But do you have anything in your life where you like, okay, I, I used to get this real cheap and then I try to get it more expensive and it didn't change anything. So now I just have to get cheap and accept the fact that I break this thing um, every so often. It's just not a lot in life. For me, it was always shoes. Shoes lasted me about a year. And I've since, I've found some shoes that have lasted me a little bit longer, but they're typically specialty shoes like boots and stuff. But I'm still really, really hard on shoes. And so I got these Hoka's and I already screwed up part of the bottom of the sole. And I was like, what's the point of spending all this money? So, um, that's for me, that's probably the thing that's most obvious. Even when I've now tried to spend a little bit more money on shoes, they still, I just beat them up. And for me, shoes are supposed to, I mean, they're the thing you're walking around on. And so, and I, and I don't, I don't like, I'm like, Oh, let me put on my grimy shoe. I'm like, I have like lawn mowing shoes, but other than that, don't really have anything. So, but yeah, there you have it. And then uh, sturdy gal stuff. is what we're going to start. And it's going to be run by men. And cause that's hilarious. Sturdy gal stuff brought to you by men <laughs> made for men by men, but called sturdy gals. <laughs> can it get any more sexist? That'll be the sub sub slogan of our company. Sturdy gal. Can it be, any, can it be any more sexist? Because every guy needs a sturdy gal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I find that hilarious. So uh, send me your ideas, your thoughts, your comments on that. I want to know anything and everything. And then, of course, what do you think about this um, Africa slinging sand over here at Houston specifically? Um, is it country to country, continent to continent? But um, how should we retaliate? I don't know how we can retaliate. Maybe send some warm air or cold fronts their way to, to send some literal dust ups, blow the sand around. <laughs> this is so ridiculous at this point. This has been your absolute most whimsical, wild, wacky Wednesday, uh, possibly to date. And you're welcome. I hope it, hope it lifts your spirits. And if uh, hopefully you got a good chuckle, maybe got your brain juices working a little bit on serious business opportunities. Sturdy gal. It's been brought to you by Sturdy Gal Products, because every guy needs a sturdy gal in his life. Hashtag sexist and proud misogynist. <laughs> Whoa, no, we're dipping into that's that's some political groups. Uh, um, slogans, and I'm not going to dip into that. Not going to not going to dip my toe in that. That is not me. But hope you've had a great week. Hope it has a great hope you have aggressive. Hope the rest of your week is great. I know I said Monday we're going to ride the lightning and we may not have an episode this week, but guess what? We got today's episode that you're listening to right now. And I got an episode for you coming for you Friday. It's a blessing from tragedy too. So get excited. But I will be at this motorcycle rally in Springfield, Missouri. So of course I'll update you on that probably Monday. Um, I don't know if I'll be coming, driving back on Monday. So it might, Monday is still up in the air. We're going to ride lightning on that as well. But obviously I'll be posting this on my personal social media, maybe some on the Rambling Viking social media as well. Go check it out. Um, Follow me if you want to see what it's like at a motorcycle rally. I'm very, very excited. If you have any pro tips for that, if you've ever been to one, send them my way as well. But that'll do it for me. Thank you for being part of the Hanya Corps. Thank you for listening. Please, of course, I'm going to ask you to invest in Sturdy Gal products. Yeah. Let me know if you just want the knife that, that cut the chip, cut the part out of my finger um, that almost sliced the tip off of my finger. Or you want you want to go ahead and get the whole set? <laughs> Let me know. Be sure to go follow us on social media. This is Rambling Viking Podcast. And you can DM me there. You can DM me on my personal. It's Gus Bus 35. Or you can email the show, um, which 
is a little archaic, but I still have an email, surroundingviking at gmail.com. If you've got a cool story or experience you want to come in detail on the show, I'm always accepting guests and interviews as I want to try and build that good content of having discussions, having getting people's stories and just regular everyday people's stories because um, that's that's who I am and that's kind of who this podcast is for. It's just for everyday people to be relatable to. So thank you. That does it for us. We'll see you right back here next time Friday. Get your Kleenex ready because it's a it's a doozy. It's a personal one too, but I'm not going to spoil too much. Um, get ready for a big one and then we'll be back here on Monday maybe, but I'm going to go ride a motorcycle with some family and have a great time. Have a great weekend. Despite, I know you said, what about your finger? It's, it's my left index finger. So it's part of my clutch hand. I should be fine. I mean, either way, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. Fortunately, I have a quick shifter. So that helps. But thank you as always so much for listening. We will see you right here next time. This is your head Hanyak signing off. <laughs>